What is good, CGS family? You are now tuned in to a very special episode of True to Size. Unfortunately, Lawrence and Joel could not make it. They're being responsible and working their jobs. However, we do have a very special guest. You may have heard him on episode 145 of True to Size. He's also a fellow sneakerhead and a sneaker dad. He is the StockX General Manager of Canada. Please say what up to our brother, Jimmy, a.k.a. Jimmy Offshore on Instagram. What up, Jimmy? What's going on? Pleasure to be on here. What's up, everyone? Yo, thank you for coming back for a second time, man. It's it's, it's good to have a chance to have you on here again, man. Um, it's, it's definitely been a minute. No, I love the fact that I'm on here again. Before we get into any of the StockX business, which is what we are mm-hmm. here for, uh, we're going to do a segment from our show called PVC and Kicks. And this is where we talk about any uh, recent latest uh, pickups that we had for sneakers or any other, you know, kind of fashion items. Yep. Um, and with you being the stock XGM, we know that you're pretty much surrounded with all the craziest, dopest, hypest stuff, or at it's least like bit. it's within your grasp. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we want to know what's been like your most favorite p- pickups in, I would say, the last few months. All right. All right. Well, I'm going to keep it in the six. Just came in the mail this morning. It's the OVO U of T collaboration. Oh, my I, I didn't go with any of the, the, the fitted tees um, or even the sweat hoodies that came along with it. I just picked up the regular white and black cap. So keeping it neutral, monochromatic colors, but definitely had to represent uh, Toronto in that way. So that is still in the box. Nice. Outside of that, I mean, there should be no surprise. I'm a huge off-white fan. I love everything that Travis Scott does. Um, thankfully, 50 different colorways came out with the off-whites, <laughs> which made the prices a bit more easier to digest. Don't For tell sure, my wife man. that I splurge on those. But I did pick up a pair of those, um, and I guess they're categorized in lot sizes or, or yeah. lot colors. So lot 34, to be specific, it's the one with the brown laces that go around it. Um, so pick those up. Haven't worn them yet. Um, but I'm super excited for those. And then uh, all the hypebeasts, don't hate on me. I did pick up a pair for retail that the Jordan 1 Fragment Travis Scott Lowe's. Oh. If there was a sneaker that I needed, Alvin, for the entire year, that was it. So I can yeah. sleep uh, pretty happily um, for the rest of the year. And then the other ones, most notably, um, these were actually pickups for my wife, the, the Jordan 1 Wolf Grays. So nothing too crazy. Okay. stylistically they kind of look like the dior without the logo on the price tag <laughs> for sure so i saw the price and i was like hey i'm gonna grab those um so pick those up recently and then there's two more other pieces one being uh, a release from a few years ago and then the other one was actually the jordan one um og high seafoam that just came out last oh, week oh i like those a lot man i like those a lot i like the colorway but i'll be quite honest with you ugly laces so i had to swap out the laces with uh sail yeah. laces Good but call. I'm pretty happy with that. <laughs> and then the other one are, are the Fear of God one triple blacks. Ooh. Those have been out for a while. The reason why um, I actually got those, believe it or not, I plan on using those as my winter shoes. Nice. That's what yeah, I like to you hear. Know, thick, durable rubber uh, definitely keeps your foot warm, um, but still very stylish. So those have been my recent pickups. I mean, I spent quite a bit, but happy to say I'm kind of versatile, you know? I like it. Honestly, man, you hit you hit across the board. A lot of Jordans. So would you say the the Travis uh, Lowe's are maybe in contender for sneak of the year? I think so. I mean, there's a lot of hype. You know, people are like, hey, the highs came out. But to be quite honest, you know, the sneaker community are like, man, I love the different renditions that came out with the Lowe's. Yeah. Even the swapped out laces. They just look cleaner. Yeah. So, yeah, I think 
definitely a contender. We'll see towards the end of the year, but I'm banking on it. I like all those pickups. I wish I could have picked up the Travis Lowe's as well. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'll say that. Right. I'm I watching them on StockX. <laughs> hey, man, that'd be dope. All right, so now let's get to the nitty-gritty of the dopeness yes. that StockX Canada is. So it's been about 10 months since StockX Canada has opened. How has the Canadian sneaker community treated you guys? Yeah, I mean, I'll be quite honest. I mean, with the Canadian Authentication Center, it's been incredibly successful so far. And really, over the last six months alone, it's allowed us to really meet the growing needs of Canadian consumers. You know, I mentioned in the last episode with you guys, there was a whole bunch of pent-up demand. People knew us. We've been in market since 2016, but we really never had a physical authentication center until just last year. So I think some of the most uh, recent feedback has been, you know, compliments about our speed of service, delivery times, lower prices, the all-in ask as well. So now you're actually... Um, getting tied with a, a Canadian seller um, if you're a Canadian buyer. And what that does at the end of the day is gives you a, a overall lower price. So you don't have to worry about the duties and fees. And I know that's been a, a pain point for us for, for a number of years. And we, we definitely heard the consumer and we addressed it and uh, we're, we're being um, perceived very well from them. Oh man, that's amazing. So have you guys, uh, has StockX Canada specifically had any crazy achievements or milestones since, uh, since opening? Yeah, I mean, our numbers are, are through the roof. Our, our business is growing dramatically. What I could say, you know, just within the first half of the year, we probably welcome 30 million average monthly visitors. Oh my like, gosh. Take that number, right? We got, <laughs> that's just a staggering number. And I think we've surpassed six and a half million lifetime buyers and 1 million lifetime sellers. So the bread and butter, you know, obviously we rely on our sellers and buyers to kind of meet with each other. So without the the, the leverage of the sellers, we wouldn't have a, a business model um, similar to the one that we have now. So business is growing. Non-US buyers, if you look at our Canadian market, are up 100% year over year. Oh man, wow. Right? And then if you think about, you know, some of the new categories that we brought on board, Alvin, like Yes, we've kind of been known for, you know, sneakers being our bread and butter, but we've certainly diversified our vertical slash category. So folks who are coming on our platform now are realizing that outside of sneakers, streetwear, there's this whole nostalgia piece, but also this resurgence of collectibles, of trading cards, right? Um, All these new electronics that are being onboarded for us. Like if you're looking for the latest Nintendo Switch, PS5, Xbox, or even just some headphones, like we actually carry those as well. Um, so it, it's just growing off the charts and, pro- and we're just providing a ton of newness um, to our consumers that they've never seen before. Yeah, no, that's amazing. Yeah, after I saw, I started seeing everything on there, I was like, man, StockX is literally gonna turn into like a one-stop shop for Christmas. Like come Christmas, man, all the parents are not even gonna go to the malls anymore. It's gonna be straight to StockX because that's what the kids are asking for anyway. It's gonna yeah, be fun. I mean, the other day, and I don't know if you're you're an OG Dragon Ball Z fan, picked up some Dragon Ball Funko Pops, Pops uh, picked up some old Yeezy vinyls, which we also sell Ooh. as well, and then picked up a pair of shoes. So, um, you know, it's becoming a destination where you're just not going there for sneakers anymore. Yeah. There's a whole discovery mix of different things um, that are in high demand, but also versatile. So you don't need to look elsewhere. Oh, man, that's uh, I love it. I can't wait for Christmas shopping for myself then. <laughs> It's around the corner, man. People are already Ugh. talking about holidays this morning on the news. I'm already going to start shopping, to be honest, just because I know stuff is going to sell out like crazy. So coming from me, who now is comfortable selling on StockX, thanks to StockX Canada, 
Uh, could you give us kind of like a behind the scenes of what the shoes or product goes through once it's been ordered? Yeah, 100%. I mean, I won't give you all the details because uh, it'll sure. take quite a bit of time, but you and I know, and, and as well as the majority of your listeners, um, we only work with dead stock only. So DS products, um, anything that comes into our authentication center, we'll call it AC for short. This is sneakers, collectibles, handbags, apparel. Everything needs to be new, unworn, needs to meet specific authentication requirements. And similar to you and I, you know, we, we go through a very rigorous multi-step verification process. We have authenticators that are fully trained. They probably authenticate hundreds and thousands, like in the hundred thousands uh, in terms of, you know, sneakers in general. So oh, wow. you can imagine how much glue they've inhaled in the last few years. <laughs> sure. I don't know if that's healthy, but obviously that's one step of uh, verifying some of the kicks. You know that. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, this multi-step um, authentication process goes everywhere from the box construction. You see a lot of these videos of side-by-side -side fake versus real work. You're looking at the box. You're looking at the material, the size of the box, right? The label that's kind of encrypted uh, on the back of it, the font size, text, color, tissue oh, paper, wow. even just how like the tissue crinkles, you know what I mean? There's yeah. like a different sound to it. And then you can go more granular into so many different steps with the actual product itself. Like you're looking at the stitching, the sizing, the seam, uh, the residual glue, you're verifying the tags, like the insole, you know, the density of the actual foam, uh, the text size, ensuring sizes matches. So, I mean, there, there's so many ways that you can slice and dice it, but really it's a three pronged approach that I would say combines expert knowledge, uh, which I know you have, um, high touch human identification and cutting edge technology in which I cannot share. But I mean, all those three that go in together really kind of generates what I like to call a 99.9% .9 accuracy rate uh, that we have at StockX, not just in Canada, globally as a business. And, and that's a number that we're deeply proud of. Oh, man, that's amazing. So for anyone listening, if if you're a Canadian and you still hesitate to purchase from StockX, I mean, after hearing that from Jimmy, I don't know what other excuse you have to, to, you know, not purchase from them. I mean, I've, I've made a few purchases and I got to say like, it was super quick. Like I literally, I ordered or sorry, I won a bid uh, on StockX for the neutral Jordan one lows on a nice. Saturday. And I wasn't expecting it. Cause like, I mean, I didn't know where it was coming from. And it was like, Oh, give it two days. Literally on the Monday, it was like at my doorstep. I was like, all right. Thank you, StockX. So nice. <laughs> yeah, hey, man, that's a great story quick. to share. Yeah, it was amazing. Thanks for your business too. Oh man, you guys, it's dangerous. Honestly, it's it's a gift and a curse to have StockX Canada around, but I love it. So, um, so let's get into this question. So yeah. it's kind of a four-parter question. So, sure. what is Canada shopping for on StockX? The second part is what are the top three sought-out silhouettes? And then have there any have there been any surprises in terms of brands and silhouettes that have surprised you for uh, for the Canadian market? Yeah, for sure. I mean, those are you know, you know really great questions. And I think some of it is also kind of codependent on the year that we've been having with COVID. So some sure. very interesting trends. I wouldn't say it's like a year over year thing that you would see, um, but interesting enough to, to kind of share with you guys. Um, I mean, top three silhouettes shouldn't be a surprise to, to you, Alvin, or your listeners. A lot of it is Jordan related. Definitely. Um, first one being the Jordan 4. I mean, nice. you saw the renditions that came out, right? I mean, everything from the Raging Bulls to the Lightnings that came out a few days ago to the Off-White collaboration. 
And then the other piece, um, you know, just the historic design of this silhouette and the number of releases are Jordan 1 highs. Let's yeah. be quite honest. I mean, mids are growing in popularity, specifically with females. Um, they're buying that a lot more. And even just as a growing category, mids are actually starting to really take off. But highs is still kind of the bread and butter of the Jordan brand. And this particular silhouette list wouldn't be complete with Nike Dunk Lows. You know, those have been kind of making a comeback. Some unique colorways have been coming out. A ton of female SKUs came out just this year alone. So that is really taken yeah. off uh, to the point where, yeah, it's just going gangbusters right now. So those would be top three silhouettes um, that we most likely see uh, on Canada uh, as it relates to, you know, customers on StockX. The other one, top traded sneaker. If I was to look at July alone, we'll use July. And then I'll look at maybe the rest of the year. Um, July itself was interesting um, because it was a mix of good releases, but it was um, relatively slow. August is just on fire, but yeah, the first item that I have on the list for the month of July has got to be the Jordan 4 uh, Retro White Oreos. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. The second one on the list would be the Jordan 1 Retro High White University Blue Black. So that combo yeah. colorway. Uh, third, um, Nike Dunklow Retros in the White and Black or Panda. Whichever okay. one you want to call sense. it. Very neutral, yeah, yeah. like silhouettes, right? Like you can I wear was going to say, I, I know you got a ton of different colors in your wardrobe of sneakers, but believe it or not, Canadians kind of skew towards this monochromatic, neutral type of color scheme, believe yeah. it or not. So um, I don't know if that's, that's just keeping with seasonality wise or just, I don't know what that trend is, but yeah, I, I'm on it for sure. Um, third and fourth, um, the LeBron's Roadrunner Space Jam. So I think that's kind of made a comeback. You know, we think Space Jam, Michael Jordan, way yeah. back, early 90s cartoon. Um, so you're dealing with the hottest player, you know, with this collaboration with this new movie and people are just gravitating towards it. And then lastly, you talked about the lows. I'm talking about the highs that came out. So the neutral 85s. Yes. So, so those are um, kind of sought after. But if you look at the whole year, man, I mean, I think... Um, there are similar patterns that we see. The first one being the white university blue blacks in the Jordan one high. The second one, this is actually the only Yeezy that made the list, um, believe it or not. Um, but again, this is actually a re-release. You wanna take a wild guess? If you think about like the top three Yeezys that came out in the last 10 years, like the 350 V2s, what would be those colorways? And I'm not putting you on the spot. Oh man. If I'm thinking Canadian and how everything else is going, I would do the like the zebras or something. But it was Very a recent release. Yeah. So if it's yeah. not the zebra, it's the I don't know. <laughs> Red. The breads. Oh no way. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. So the breads is uh um kind of second on the list. And third, this is the release that happened last year, the uh Jordan One Retro Mochas, the dark mochas. They're yeah. still a thing. I can see that. Right? People are still trying to pick them up. I guess they were waiting for prices to go down, which they have gradually. Yeah. And now, you know, it's still popular. So people are starting to scoop that up. So, I mean, that kind of tops the top three list for the entire year. There's a whole bunch of stuff from, you know, the Jordan 3 Retro Amamanyes. Oh, um, beautiful. Which, you know, those are probably... Oh, I love those. I think that's another runner-up, too, for, for sneaker. Yeah, I would say like so. You were talking to Travis, but yeah, I no. think that one's pretty high up there. Yeah. No, I would prefer... I would say the AMMs, Amamanyar, before anything, just because like they had a perfect backstory. It was catered to the ladies, uh, but luckily uh -huh. it also came out in sizes for men, so shout out to them. Uh, yeah. But yeah, man, just the whole backstory and yeah, AMM3s were amazing this year, for sure. Yeah, those, are just, yeah. those would be my yeah. pick, if anything. 
Me too, man. And again, that neutral colorway, the pattern, oh, the yeah. leather, the, the leather, the quality, um, you know, just the seeming in general. And to your point, the backstory around, you know, uh, the female empowerment, yeah. um, black females in particular, um, just a huge, a huge uh, release that came out. And to your point, they made it available in men's sizes. So um, that was kudos to them as well. So that kind of rounds out, you know, um, some of the top sneakers that came out this year. Oh man, that's a that's a strong uh, strong top sneakers, man. Holy! I was gonna say, Alvin, and, and the last piece to your question, you were talking about interesting trends that we probably yeah. have never seen before. Um, you know, with COVID, brought um, unusual circumstances, and I think what people realized is that they were doing a lot of working from home, being at home, mm-hmm. taking care of their kid, uh, as you and I would know uh, relatively yeah. <laughs> well. Um, with you uh, with a five month baby girl and me with a 17 month old boy who's you know running all running around all over the place but the top list um that we didn't necessarily think um, would even break the ceiling of this is we've seen a huge spike in crocs wow huh do you do you own a pair of crocs no i've i've heard good <laughs> and bad things um yeah, yeah. a lot of the celebrities rock them so i've, I've been enticed yeah. to you know get into that realm but i'm i'm, yeah. I'm hesitant but crocs for real but I, I and I think to your point, it's celebrities like the Justin Biebs, the Bad yeah. Bunnies, who are influencing people to kind of rock these. And also exactly. the fact that they're at home, they're throwing away the trash, doing the laundry, doing a quick errand. It's all about that comfort level. So Crocs is up like 400 plus percent. Oh, and then the other brand is Birkenstock, which is actually another comfortable slipper. I can see Birkenstocks, man. Just because yeah. they've they've been, I mean, in terms of streetwear, they've been doing some collabos. I mean, they, the, the Stussy one just released today. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I'll probably be on StockX looking for that later. But um, but yeah, the, I mean, Birkenstocks make sense. Everyone says they're comfortable. The ladies love Birkenstocks. Me, myself, I'm, I'm probably going to end up loving them too. So we'll see what happens. But man, yeah, Birkenstocks eh? and Crocs. I got to step I know, on my slipper game, bro. And then the other side of that are, are, you know, what we're seeing just a surge in overall designer sneakers. Like you've seen all the collabs that have been coming out. We're not even talking about like the Milestone uh, Off-Whites or the Travis Scotts. Yeah. The Louis Vuitton stuff is coming out, right? Like they've done collaborations yeah. with NBA on a whole bunch of different lineups of handbags, duffel bags, as well as their collab with Virgil that will be coming out this year. You've seen all those different colorways coming out. And anything Alexander McQueen, my friend, uh, is up, wow. you know, almost 400%. So you're seeing kind of this mix of comfortable, uh, lower selling, we'll call it Crocs, Birkenstock type of um, streetwear, not streetwear, but sneakers. And then you see this high fashion that's really starting to spike with the Louis Vuitton, Alexander McQueen's, even some of the Gucci stuff too. So those are very interesting trends. And then outside of sneakers, celebs are really boosting the apparel side. You're seeing so many people go to IG for inspirations. Yeah. There are brands like Chrome Hearts that are really taking off for us. Oh, wow. Telfar handbags. Like, I mean, I think these were promoted by like Beyonce and Oprah and overnight they just skyrocketed. So that's up like 300%. And then the other category that we're relatively getting into that's still new is artist collectibles. So we're doing this whole partnership um, collaboration with Daniel Arsham, uh, which is up 700%. And like I mentioned, Kanye West momentum. Uh, vinyl records are up 800%. Yeah. Everyone's waiting for that Donda album. Everybody, you know, at, man. at this point, I'm kind of Donda with <laughs> waiting to hear when it's going to come out. But people are saying September. I know there's a whole bunch of stuff going on on social, but there's definitely an influence, um, you know, with vinyl record sales kind of in tandem with his potential album release. And, you know, you might have to pop out the, uh, the Sony DualShock Walkman, Walkman from the 90s. 
uh, to oh. hear some of the stuff that we carry. So from vinyl records to cassettes, uh, we're seeing a spike on our site um, with purchases of those. So those are other interesting trends outside of sneakers um, that are really starting to pop off on our site. Wow. That's like super interesting, man. When you, especially when you say cassettes, like cassette player, like like the old school, mm-hmm. like where I used mm-hmm. to record off of the radio type of cassettes. Yes, those. What? <laughs> I should have kept mine in mint condition from back in the day then, man. That's crazy. That's I'm honestly sure you awesome. We got hear. some mixtapes lying around. Oh, for sure, but they won't they won't sell on podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, old school R and B for the That's ladies. Crazy. Oh, oh, you already know mixtapes everywhere. Um, <laughs> all right. So just to close it off, just a little final simple type of question. Um are there any sneakers or you know any memorabilia or any fashion items that you're hunting for specifically uh, and keeping your eye on right now? Yeah, we're yeah, looking no, forward that, to stuff that hasn't even come out yet. Yeah, no, that's a great question. I, I think you know for the month of August, um, there's one specific Korean fashion designer. His name, his name is that Jun Jae. He's done two collabs with Reeboks. Um, this new Reebok Pump Omni Zone Two is going to be coming out in specific markets. I'm looking at picking one up. It's nice. all white. Think minimalist, but you know, still aesthetically pleasing and bold at the same time. If For those sure. even actually go together, um, that's kind of what that silhouette looks like. But it's similar to like you know the '90s, early 2000 pumps, but with more premium leather, patent leather. Um, so that's a pretty nice. cool look that I want to rock. Um, and not a lot of people know about it, right? Um, the other ones, um, I know people are going to say this is stale, but the Yeezy Boost 350, um, there is a specific colorway. It's called the MX Oat. For any of the okay. folks that grew up in the hip hop scene with 2000, with the whole Biggie Tupac movement, the silhouette and the swirl pattern on it is very reminiscent of an OG Kuji sweater. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I plan on rocking those, you know, Dope. keeping it with neutral colors, kind of like a whole beige look and then rocking the patterns on feet. Um, so that's one that I'm looking forward to. That comes out in October and in December leading up to holidays. I think Jordan, uh, the Jordan brand is just going on a blitz. So um, December 5th, there's a Jordan 5 uh, Jade Horizon coming oh, out. Oh, I saw those. Those are beautiful. Damn. Those are dope. The Jordan 11 Cool Grays are, are making a comeback. And then I know I'm probably not going to get this, but in December as well, there's going to be another Troll Free Room collaboration, this time in the Air <laughs> Jordan 7 um, yeah. silhouette. So we'll see. I mean, unless I'm getting some type of backdoor, those will be hard to get. Obviously, those will be available on StockX, but I will try to personally get those for myself. Oh, man, that's a pretty dope lineup. I honestly hope you were able to get every single thing on there. Uh, man, Jimmy, I know you're a busy guy. StockX Canada has been killing it for at least 10 months, if not more. I know you're going to continue to as well. Huge thank you to you, brother, for coming through. Thanks for having me on the show. Thank you for giving us that update on what StockX Canada has been like for the past 10 months. And once again, everyone, thank you for listening to this very special presentation of True to Size. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Canada Got Soul. And also, please, please check out our brother Jimmy at Jimmy Offshore. Make sure to keep an eye on our website for any new merch that is coming through. We've been CGS and our boy Jimmy, and we are out. Peace.